The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the ninth chapter. Glory to you, Lord. When the days drew near for Jesus to be taken up, he set his face to go towards Jerusalem. And he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him, but they did not receive him because his face was set towards Jerusalem. When his disciples, James and John, saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But that one said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. At this time, I invite the young and young at heart forward for a special message. Yeah, I say that every week for a reason. Maybe some person's going to come up. Come on. 
Will you join me for a word of prayer? Good and God be with us this day. Be our refuge in our troubles. Be our joy in our celebrations. Be with us in all things. Thank you for this word that you have given us and the spirit you've poured out on us. May they strengthen us and keep us and make us the body of the risen Christ. All these things and all the things of our hearts we lift before you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For freedom...
Christ has set us free. Let's take a moment to talk about that freedom for a second. As we celebrate this week the independence of what would become the United States of America from the British Empire, we'll be reminded of ideals for a new, better world. And the hard-fought struggles and countless sacrifices endured to make those ideals a reality. We will talk about and celebrate our freedom, but do we actually take the time to stop and identify what that freedom is? We talk about the blessings we receive by living in a free land, yet know that many of our sisters and brothers across this country suffer from hunger and poverty and fear of being targeted because of who they are or what they look like. We celebrate that we are able to make our own way in life to provide for the next generation by the sweat of our brow, yet lament that the systems that we rely on for our health care, our financial security, and our livelihood, these systems are broken and at risk of collapse at a moment's notice. We give thanks. We give thanks that we are privileged to be free. And recall that freedom is an inalienable right for all people. Knowing deep down that many have died not for the sake of freedom, but greed and power. While others have had to fight and claw for a voice and a seat at the table. Oftentimes we speak of freedom as the ability to do what we want, when we want. In the way we want to do it. At times not weighing the consequences of our actions as a people or as a nation. All the while championing the ideals intended to set us apart from the rest of the world. Yes, we celebrate our history and our freedom and rightly so. But we do well to remember that nothing is perfect. And acting as if it were is only to tarnish the good gifts we've actually received from God. It's an appropriate time then to be reminded that Christ has set us free for freedom's sake. Paul wrote the letter to the church in Galatia because of a division among the church there. Where some who continued to observe the Jewish customs and laws, viewed themselves as superior to the Gentiles, who didn't place the emphasis on the purity rituals or the rite of circumcision as necessary for sharing in the blessings of Christ's freedom from sin, death, and the devil. What Paul speaks of is a freedom that exists apart from the rules and the requirements of law, but ultimately seeks to fulfill the law in both letter and spirit, not, not out of obligation, but out of capacity. Before, he says, we were unable to love God with all of our heart and soul and strength and mind and power. 
Before we were unable to love our neighbors as ourselves. But now, now in Jesus, we've not only been shown how to do that, but we've been given the Spirit from God who guides us and strengthens us all the days of our lives to do that and much more. Before the likes of Jefferson or Franklin or Washington or Hamilton were ever born, a Jewish follower of Jesus understood that our purpose in this life is freedom. A freedom won in Christ Jesus and offered to all people for all time, without question. And what's more, for 2,000 years... The church has understood that freedom is so much more than a right or a privilege. Because freedom is about much more than the benefits that we receive from this life. Freedom is a responsibility. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you were called to freedom, sisters and brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love, become slaves to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. How does being freed turn into be a slave to one another? Our freedom isn't something we have to fight for. It's already been given to us in our baptism. Through the promises of the Easter morning that can never be taken away. But to live into this freedom is work. Because it requires us to consider not what others can do for us or what we're entitled to but rather to consider what God has already done for us and what we can do for our neighbor the neighbor whom God loves the work of freedom is hard it is demanding Following the plan, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus and the path that he's laid before us is not easy. But what drives us, what motivates us, what causes us to fix our eyes forward are the promises we receive from God. Promises of hope. Promises of healing. Promises of freedom. Promises, the promise, that what rests at the center of who we are is whose we are in Jesus Christ. And the mission we share as the church. To live lives that are free from evil, freed for the sake of the world. Christ has set us free for freedom's sake. To live as a people who are freed from sin, freed from being 
being fixated on ourselves. Freed for love and joy and peace and patience and kindness, generosity, faithfulness, self-control and gentleness. Freed to live and be guided by the Holy Spirit to keep our eyes fixed on the life that God has granted to each and every one of us. As followers of Jesus, our face is set towards Jerusalem as well. Towards the redemption offered there. Towards the future offered there in Jesus' resurrection. Towards the healing found in a cross. Towards the work and the ministry we share with these first disciples of Jesus. For freedom, Christ has set us free to proclaim the kingdom of God and to serve our neighbors, not to call down fire and brimstone on their heads or demand retribution for the least little offense. No, for freedom, Christ has set us free to show others what new life in Jesus looks like. And to share with them the freedom we have as followers of the risen Jesus. In this life, in this Christian calling we share. There's always more work to be done. There's always more to learn, more to experience. Take heart. That this labor is not a burden but the very thing that we were made for. To make disciples, to grow in faith, to share the good news of the risen Jesus. Know that for this freedom, Christ has set us free. And celebrate every day our independence from sin and death and our dependence on God. For every good thing that life has to offer. Celebrate our freedom in the Holy Spirit. And pray that our eyes are always fixed on God. God's mission. And God's work in this world. Amen.